You can't take credit for your talent, but it matters that you use them. You can't really be blamed for your weakness, but it matters that you correct them. So pride and shame don't make a lot of sense. In the final analysis, but they weren't much fun anyway. Sam Harris. Hello and welcome. This is the Me I Was Tomorrow with Jami Kwan. And I am Jami Kwan. In this podcast, I want to talk about and answer the question, what would I do if I lost everything? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Well, I have. And here's my answer. Here's what it looks like when you have the opportunity to start your life over. This is what it looks like. I'm going to tell stories. I am going to discuss life. I'm going to discuss family responsibilities, shifting, the gig economy, excuse me, being a cultural expert, and what it looks like to be a creative problem solver. Here's another quote for you. You are not controlling the storm and you are not lost in it. You are the storm by Sam Harris. So uh, today as an introduction, what I want to tell you is some things about me and um, I am a storyteller and I really believe that um, I had a goal in life, right? I had a plan and I had an understanding that if I did ABC, then it would be um, EFG. For instance, I was raised a Christian and I was raised to believe in a God. So I had a system, a belief system, and I had a way of thinking and understanding the world. But what I have learned through time is that there really aren't any rules so much as it is ability to adapt and to be a creative problem solver. What really matters is the ability to see a situation and find your way through. So, welcome to my podcast where I talk about being present while creating your future self, (laughs) while dealing with your past self. And striving to maintain the now. So I'll say that again. Ready? This podcast is talking about being present while creating your future self, while dealing with your past and maintaining your now, right? All these expectations that we hold, all these things and ideas and rules and the influences around us. Um, I want to spend time talking about those things and what they look like. So it is my goal to sit down and have these conversations, right? From a heart filled place, what it looks like, um, to have a plan to work it through and then to have to change directions, to talk about the middle of life and hardship to talk about um, learning new ways of thinking, learning how to be something else, and talking about that that's not easy. 
It's not always hard, but it's not always easy. And we need a place of understanding and being able to unwrap it. We need a place of learning. We need a place where we can share ideas and grow. And so for me, that is what this place is. So we're going to take a break. We're going to be back and we're going to talk about our first topic today. So I appreciate you being here with me and we have some stuff to cover. So the first thing I want to cover is that I am an affiliate marketer for iTunes and Amazon. Now, let's be clear. I chose to be an affiliate marketer for iTunes and Amazon because I buy and use their products all the time. And this is another thing you need to understand, or you will learn about me in this podcast very quickly, is that I believe in the value of our time. I believe in the value of enriching ourselves, right? Um, I believe that we are powerful within the limitations that are set before us. So if you don't know something exists, there's no way for you to access that thing. I lived often in a world where I was ignorant. I just did not know that I did not know that I did not know. I didn't even know to look for a thing that did not exist. No one knows to look for something that doesn't exist. So what that looked like for me was often doing what I knew how to do well, regardless if it was... The word I wanted to say was successful, and then I I stopped myself. That's what the huff was for, because here's the thing. What is success, right? I lived with this idea of success, and then I had to reevaluate that, right? So let me back up. I am a storyteller, right? And I figure if I'm going to tell stories and I'm going to give suggestions and advice, I should be paid for those suggestions and advice. So um, throughout... If I have a product or an item, let me first be clear. I am using that item myself and I really like it. And so I'm sincerely talking about it. And second, um, we all have to make our money. So that's my shishplil for the first time on that. I am trying to figure out how to add music to this podcast. But if I do, it is going to be some form of free music um, because I believe in supporting art. Um, artists and right now I am thinking that broke for free will be my artist pick so um, I will look for that and put that in the notes whatever so this is my first time let's be gentle and kind let me also say that I curse and pray and meditate so this is the moment right for warnings to say this may not always be kid friendly and I know I'm like eight minutes in but hey this is my first time Um, so I think that covers that. Oh, one more thing. Listen on Apple and subscribe. You can listen and subscribe. So thank you for listening, subscribing and sharing. I thank you in advance. I appreciate your support. So let me back up. Um, I hope this day finds you well. My name is Jami, 
and I am doing this podcast because it has been a long time, uh, a long time a goal of mine to do this form of storytelling. I love to talk. I love to share. I love community. Um, and I have been told that I am a great storyteller. So I would like to spend time telling stories, speaking. I will have guests, right? But more importantly, what this podcast is, I am really hoping to add to your day. And not and, and what I say um, when I say add to your day, I'm talking about adding in a holistic way, right? My stories, the things that I've learned, the things that I know, the things that um, the experiences that I've had. Here's the thing. I'm not looking for your approval. Um, your judgment that says something about you. What I am trying to do and my goal is, is to share, to provide tools, access, because I know that my ignorance was predicated because, um, fear and a number of other things. But as I grew and learned and had access, I could, um, do other things. So I want to talk about podcasts, right? Um, I remember the very first time that I discovered podcasts, I was in college and, uh, I have a master's degree in social work and a bachelor's degree in social work. And if I'm, yes, it was undergraduate and I was taking a class with a black professor, an African-American male professor at that. And I don't. I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, the class was deaf and dying, but I know it wasn't. But either way, it was some course. And he played This American Life. So not only was I introduced to a podcast, my very first podcast I was introduced to was This American Life. And the story was about two men who decided to be homeless. Now, here's the thing. I was in such a place of amazement because I was ignorant that anyone would make would willingly be homeless. It, it never in all of my life had crossed my mind until that moment that someone would willingly choose to be homeless. Like, why would you do that? Um, because in my life, I had been homeless unwillingly. And to know what that feeling feels like, I know that you would not willingly be homeless so as I listen to this American life the story goes on these men um pack up their bags and they leave their stuff and and they go out and they're homeless and then of course as the story continues and in my mind as I'm listening to it I know that these men are the shit's about to hit the fan I know that um anything is a novelty until the novelty wears off and lo and behold, the story proceeds. And of course, there's hardships and um, the horrificness of homelessness, which I have experienced firsthand, um, gets to them. And one of them chooses to go back home, but one of them cannot, if I remember the story correctly. And my memory is fallible, but that's what I remember is the point. Um, and that stuck with me again was the realization that some people had choices. Mm. 
for me, right? That was the point of the story. And oftentimes that's the juxtaposition that I'm coming from, one that people don't expect. And so that's what I want to share. It is not oftentimes that we need to get out of the box. It is oftentimes that we need to explore the box more fully and discover what we have not seen in the capacity of the box. Um, Sometimes it means unpacking the box reassessing what is in the box is it now necessary and repacking the box mm, it's like the game tetris i really enjoyed it when i was a kid um because it was it was disorder falling all over the place yet i could bring order i lived in disorder and chaos and um i know what it's like to create a problem solve right Um, To bring order to chaos, to not have anything but what is there and to work with what I have while still working to obtain something else. So literally, that's what this is about, right? Many people have not had the experience to juggle all of those things, right? Being present, understanding where you are right now while still creating your future self, right? Um measurable outcomes mapping right whilst dealing with your past trauma hurt pain um failure feelings of shame loss um death and destruction right and then being present and maintaining the now meaning um you have a life you have a job you have work you have responsibilities you gotta eat right um no one tells you how to do that shit, right? <laughs> they just tell you it's got to be done. Um, and no one talks about the mental toll that it takes on you, the physical toll that it takes on you, the emotional toll that it takes on you. We have all these rules and regulations and ideologies and which works and which doesn't work. And how do we meet and how do we talk about it? And where do we share um, those moments together? And in this place... Uh, That's what my goal is to do, to talk about the me I was tomorrow, right? So at one point in my life when I was a child, I remember walking down the street with my grandmother and holding her hand and asking her, what would I be when I grow up? And she says, well, you are already who you are going to be. The question is, what will you do? So in creative problem solving, I found that people often are not asking the right questions. And so therefore, they're not finding the answers that they seek. And what I've often learned how to do is ask the right questions, which allows us to then have a different trajectory of conversation. Um, And that leads to a different thought pattern. So it's not always about um, recreating or creating things. Um, It's not really about fixing a problem. It's really about our way of thinking about things. Um, Having measurable outcomes means that you believe that the thing that is challenging you can be solved. 
and co-creating with someone, someone standing with you. Um, We call that many things, prayer partners for uh, my Christian background or those that pray, meditation or um, chanting, right? Um, When you have a group, anything, any belief system that is reinforced has power. And um, what I really want to do in this place is to give you the tools, right? Um, And talk about (laughs) what it looked like to have a plan, to do your best, to um, look back and see that, you know what, it's okay. Things change, right? And um, now what do we do? And figuring out what to do takes time. And we don't often give ourselves time to talk it out. Um, What I want to be able to say um, is that everything has a season. And nothing grows year-round, not naturally. Nothing is always in bloom. Things die. It gets cold. There's rain or snow and barrenness. And then there must be a time where the seeds must be laid to germinate. And then they must grow. And then fruition, harvest. It doesn't happen overnight. And it doesn't happen all the time in one way. It's not always harvest. And it feels like oftentimes in this life that we live... That there is an expectation where we always must be in a place of harvest, meaning we're always getting it. We always hustling. We always getting it. And the truth is that there has to be a time of learning (laughs) and rest and growth and teaching and quiet peace. There must be a time and a season and acknowledgement of those things. There must be balance and harmony for peace internally. And the ideology that externally we must control things. um, That idea has to return back inside of us. So, um, and just not only having that talk about that, but how do we do that, right? How do you live when, how do you have peace, (laughs) Here's the thing, right? People are like, it's easy to say that, but how do you do that? You know, well, how do you do that? I can tell you because I've done it, right? The things I say to you are truth and I share them not in fear or shame, but because I know my truth, because I know what I have done. So I had my first child when I was 16. He is now 20. Three. And when I look at him, I believe in miracles and I understand what it is like, do you understand, to have nothing. I understand what it is like to have less than nothing. I was 15 years old. He was my second pregnancy. The condom broke. 
I didn't want to have a baby, but I had a baby. I had a ninth grade education. My mother was an alcoholic on drugs. Her eldest sister was on drugs and homeless. My grandmother was a functioning drug addict. My other aunt, alcoholic and drug addict. My other two aunts lived away. That was my early childhood. The flip side of that was my father was a really upstanding um, military guy on the outside, but had a lot of anger issues. And um, he didn't deal with that very well, oftentimes. So I know what it's like to be um, verbally um mentally, emotionally, and physically hurt. Um, I am f 40, which is fine. <laughs> and But I grew up in a time where physical punishment of children was not spared in my community. And so I know what it is like to be beaten to unconsciousness. And here's the thing. I'm not looking for support. I am just telling you where I've come from. Um... And I'm not saying that was from my mother. How about that part? We have to learn how to not make assumptions. Um, my cousin um, was often violent um, because things were violent for him. And here's the thing. We learn how to see things differently as we mature and grow. As kids, he was just mean. And I was afraid to tell but he tormented me. Now as an adult, I understand that. And that wasn't normal. Um, but of course, that shapes who and what I am. Understanding that um, people are coming from different places led me down the road of going to become a social worker. Because I needed to understand how people thought, what it looked like. And how to get the tools that I needed. Because I understood um, that I had a disadvantage, right? Um, everybody didn't have a cousin that held their arm and burned them with a um, microscope in the sun, right? Um, everybody didn't have family members that had fights, um, and that resulted in things being broken and right. Um, just as well as people didn't have, um, people that <sighs> any number of the other destructive things that happen in life. Right. So my perspective and my lens of how I view the world, I had to clear that. Right. And I had to learn to see the world in a different view I had to deal with my past trauma right PTSD um, and I had to learn a new way I had to understand that that's not kind of how everybody communicates so I didn't have to communicate like that right 
So creating my future self and learning a new way. So I did a lot of self-help books. I did a lot of reading before I became a social worker, right? Because I needed to, I, I understood that I didn't want to continue in the manner. And again, I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just telling my story. Um, I know now, right, as adults, because of my education, because of my experiences, a lot more than what I knew then. And that is being present, right? Um, That is understanding that today most of us are doing the best that we can with what we have. And I don't make the assumption that another person has what I have because a person should not assume that by looking at me, I have anything. Because what they don't know is the internal struggles that we all compete with. So we often project, right, instead of being internal with what we're dealing with. And so for me, being present while still maintaining the now, because being present sometimes is um, overwhelming. Right. The emotional, the I've got kids, I've got family and maintaining. Right. Maintaining means going to work. I ain't always got time to lay down and rest. Right. I ain't always got time to take off. I ain't always got time to <sighs> slow down. Right. In fact, oftentimes um, the reality is it's sink or swim because, again, that's Um, It was sink or swim because that was the reality that I had created. So again, um, I want to be really honest and talk about that and talk about how each day I am shifting and manifesting because it is about my thought process and um, learning, right? Ways to live with what I've had, experienced, done achieved right but also finding new ways to be right um finding new ways creative ways to reach my goal my goals right um so i'll read this again you can't take credit for your talents but it matters that you use them you can't really be blamed for your weakness but it matters that you create uh, correct them. So pride and shame don't make a lot of sense in the final analysis, but they weren't much fun anyway. This is from Sam's Harris book about free will. I want to say thank you. I appreciate you being in this space with me. I have this has been a long long um term dream and to realize it is a great thing so in closing this is my last quote my mind begins to seem like a video game i can either play it intelligently learning more in each round or I can be killed in the same spot by the same monster again and again that's by Sam Harris waking up 
guide to spirituality without religion. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Jami Kwan, but everybody just calls me Jami. And this is my first ever podcast, The Me I Was Tomorrow. <laughs>